4: All right, good morning, everybody. It is the KCO Day radio program. It is 60, uh, 6.08 now, and hold on. I just saw a stat that is insane. Hold on. Let me see how they arrived at this, and uh, if... Do, 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 do Wow. Wow. Look at that. That is, uh, that is quite the milestone. So you want to hear a fun fact about the city of Chicago now? You are now more likely, I just want to see what age groups. Holy God, it's uh, everybody. You are more likely, if you live in the, the Chicagoland area, to be murdered than to be hospitalized for COVID-19. That's fun. And it's not even close. Even okay, and you know, that is even when accounting in concentrated areas for lower vaccination rates. Uh, the stat arrived at by um, uh, Joel okay, this is an odd this is from an op ed, Dr. Joel Zinberg that ran in the New York Post, uh, 30 year practitioner of medicine at Mount Sinai Hospital. And it's not just Chicago. Well, that's fun. Luckily, Joe Biden held a town hall on CNN yesterday and was able to solve most of this stuff. Um, I'm not going to punish you with all of the audio, especially when we get into the gun stuff. I'll just kind of talk through that. Uh, He's moved on to wanting to ban 9mm pistols now. So... um, you know all those uh, those predictions that people were making back in the um, back during the election; those seem to be spot on. But it was um, the various word salads uh, in the middle there that, uh, frankly, um, I think where we have to turn our attention. And um, do you feel like he's trying to deflect what the actual charges in that QAnon audio? By the way, uh, Ross, do you feel dumber every time you dub this stuff in for me? You have to lose an IQ point or two, man. Uh, Yeah, a few. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> All right. Can we cover real quickly what the the alleged conspiracy or the conspiracy theory is surrounding Joe Biden and children's blood? Because uh, Joe Biden, I think, is uh, not being accurate in the way that he's uh, trying to deny it during the CNN town hall, which I don't even understand why he chose to go there. But it's not the blood, per se. It's the what? It's the chemical that is produced when the children are scared, right? That's what the rich and powerful feed upon. And what, what is the name of it again? I always forget. Uh, adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. All right. So adrenochrome is the
5: goal. Just, you know, if you're you're trying to keep your conspiracy theories accurate. If you've ever seen the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with Johnny Depp, there's that scene where he takes a little bit of it and puts it in his mind, and he, like, loses his mind, which is pretty much the entire movie, but that's that's adrenochrome in the movie.
4: Okay, all right, well, there you go. And that, my friends, is what Joe Biden chose to address during his CNN town hall yesterday. The
6: idea that the Democrats or the Biden is hiding people and sucking the blood of children and do- no i'm serious that's yeah no you're, but you're not
4: serious that's not they're not alleging you're a vampire has anyone ever alleged that joe biden's a vampire it, i don't even it wouldn't even really explain some of the ticks generally uh, vampires are um they're a little sharper you know what i'm saying because everything's, uh, you know, because they can heal. So if there was ever, I don't know, hypothetically, if there was, you know, some uh, some damage up in the neural, uh, neural network, if you're a vampire, it would heal itself.
6: Now, you may not like me, and that's your right. Look, it's a simple thing. You, you can walk out and say, I just don't like the way that guy wears his tie. I'm voting against him. You have a right to do that. You have a right to do that. But the kinds of things that are being said of late, I think you're beginning to see some of the and both and by Democrats as well, sort of the venom get sort of sort of leak out of a lot of it. We've got to get beyond this. What do you say to your grandchildren or your children about what's happened? Do you ever remember a time like this before in the entire history, whether you're a Democrat or Republican? This is not who we are.
4: All right. Now. <clears throat> couple things. One, no. <clears throat> people. If people honestly said they don't remember a time, I would accept that. However, don't act like there's never been a time when the entire country's been at odds with uh, the entire country. A little half and half. That being said, this is a man who on the campaign trail tried to fight dudes. Or people would ask questions and, and he'd lose his crap. I mean, I, does nobody remember that? People asking legitimate questions. He's in these little mini town halls, and and he's you know he's whipping out the dog face pony soldier stuff. So, you know, to sit up there uh, run around on CNN, who when you want to talk about the spreading of vitriol and starting fights, is uh, you know probably the network news leader, and uh, act like you had no part in it. Give me a break. Luckily, though, they were able to move on to more substantive issues. Biden was able to clearly and concisely lay out his vision for America. The CNN moderator was able to stand back and and you know let him work through all of that, and it was a very informative uh, you know uh, CNN town hall. In fact, I think there was one part that stood out to me and um, really made me think. And let me, let me run that by you, and I want you to keep an open mind here. I want you to take in all of the words, process all of the information, understand what is being suggested here, and then and only then arrive at a conclusion. And if you still disagree, that's fine. But at least, you know, give it a chance.
6: That's underway, just like the other question that's illogical. And I've heard you speak about it because you always, I'm not being solicitous, but you, you're always straight up about what you're doing. Yeah. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't the 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 experts say we know that this virus is, in fact, uh, um, uh, it's is, is going to be uh, Or our me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly.
1: Well, that means you mean for the FDA,
6: for the FDA. Yeah.
4: So, again, I don't care where you stand. I just hope you'll, you'll take in that information, process that information, arrive at your independent, well-thought-out conclusion as to whether you feel that the president is correct there. Um,
5: Ross, do you feel the president is correct there? I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to have to hear that again. Oh. Because there was so much information. You know what, that is a very yeah. good
4: point. This is a very information-filled 40 seconds Ex- right exactly. here. Uh, let, me, uh, let me once again allow the president to uh, explain it to you. And this time, pay attention, okay?
6: That's underway, just like the other question that's illogical. And I've heard you speak about it because you always, I'm not being solicitous, but you, you're always straight up about what you're doing. Yeah. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't the 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 experts say we know that this virus is, in fact, uh, um, uh, it, it, it's going to be uh, Or our me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well,
1: that means you mean for
6: the FDA, for the FDA. Yeah.
4: So why? I guess is the uh the takeaway here. And uh truer words. I mean, I concur. Never but you could well, you well, specifically what do you concur with? The whole thing. I mean really? I'm all in, yeah. You're all just one hundred percent. One
5: hundred percent change
4: it's like that change my mind thing and right. you had your mind changed.
5: Yes. Concur intensifies. Yes. Uh, oh wow, okay. Well, that's what a compelling politician can do.
4: That right there. There were moments where that where the, the CNN dude was uncomfortable. And you have to understand, he knows there's going to be uncomfortable moments. He also knows that one of his top missions is that he can never look uncomfortable or worried. And he still couldn't help himself. Because of whatever the hell that was. But, luckily, they rewarded Joe Biden. And uh, I think you know exactly how we'll uh, play some of that audio. Because that's what uh, the press conference is, the little mini little mini moments there on Air Force One where Jen Psaki comes and uh, chats with the press pool is kind of turned into a, you know a little club, a little friends club. And uh, we got that audio for you. Uh, also, Ross's man crush put a video out. Uh, that would be the that would be Giannis, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, superstar. He's a
5: great dude. I like that dude. <laughs> Big fan. He posted the, a video. He's the anti-LeBron. Is that is that how you're stacking it, is, it up? Yeah, because he is so damn likable. He's driving around. Now think about this: you
4: just won the uh, you won the MVP and you won the uh, your, your championship, right? Yeah, there's a lot of players that would be, you know, it, it's hookers and blow time. You know what I'm saying? But no, not Giannis. Man, he's, he's driving around. He's got both trophies. He's absconded with them. Not just his MVP, that's his, but he he took the actual NBA trophy and he's just driving around getting Chick fil A. So we'll play some of that audio for you coming up uh, on the show. Uh, Also, a suggestion in the city of Washington, D.C. by a former city council member, uh, raising some eyebrows. Also, Ross referenced him. LeBron is in the news. And the the U.S. women's soccer uh, op-ed editorial stuff that I've seen following them getting shut out by Sweden yesterday is just a hoot. So we will have to touch on that as well. Lots to get to, though. It is 6.20 here on the KCO Day radio program. Hang on.
1: KC Now with Beck at 9 and Rush at Noon. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle. Oh,
4: man, look at this story. 6.25. Good morning, everybody. Apparently there's a problem in the Olympic Village. A bear. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The Azuma Sports Park, which serves as the Olympic Village and uh, is one of the competition areas in uh, Tokyo, says that an Asian black bear is on the loose inside the village. Well, if you're an athlete, this shouldn't bother you, right? You would assume if there's one group of people that are going to have a multitude of ways to get away from the bear, this is them. Yeah, sure, bears can run and bears can climb and all that good stuff, but these are the people that are best in the world at it, man. Don't even try to attack the swimmers, dude. You're going to lose, bear. Yes, uh, a guard found a bear inside the Azuma Sports Park early yesterday morning. That according to Fukushima police spokesperson. Oh, no. So wait a second. This is near Fukushima? Uh, Hold on. I I might have to reevaluate whether you should be afraid of that
5: bear or not, right? I mean, a radioactive bear is completely different. Yeah, that's uh, especially over in Japan. Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, in Japan? Yes. Mutated radioactive ninja bear. I ain't messing with that. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I just
4: assumed that, you know, the world-class runners, swimmers, and uh, gymnasts would be able to, you know, outmaneuver this thing. But as Ross just pointed out, it's probably got radioactive ninja skills. So, Um, The Sports Hachi, which is, I guess, a sports publication over there, reported that all Olympic guards were assigned to the Azuma Sports Park to search for the bear throughout the night. And also, we're blasting music and letting off firecrackers. That's got to suck if you have to compete the next day, doesn't it? You're there, you're sleeping on your cardboard, no sexo bed, and um, meanwhile, a bunch of guards are running around outside busting off firecrackers, blasting music. It's like Ross's neighborhood, man. He's trying to sleep on a holiday. Um. I apparently bear sightings in the area are quite prevalent. In 2020 alone, 13,600 reported bear sightings just from April to September. Experts say the increase probably linked to the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, yeah, I've seen stories like this where they basically point out that there were so few people outside in certain areas because they're all on lockdown that nature's like, yeah, I guess I can go here now. Trying to figure out how big an Asian black bear is. But then again, I can't because if I look at what a traditional Asian black bear is, it will have no
5: allocation for the uh, radioactive uh, samurai varietal. You can't even find it. You're like, I'm going to see how big that bear is. And you're like, all I see is shadows. It's in the shadows. I can't see it. That'd be terrifying. It is. Trying to walk over to the chow hall or to your competition and see. That bear went viral a while ago for the nunchucks. Remember the bear with the nunchucks? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, we we got
4: we got a a billion clicks off that. One of my favorite bear videos ever. So you think that that right there, that's what they're looking out for? That's what they're having to. I don't know if the delegation's going to make it home, folks. Scary stuff. All right, we'll get into more Olympic stuff coming up in just a few. Hang on.
1: Celebrating 10 years and still going strong. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle.
4: I love this headline I uh, stumbled upon yesterday, and of course this is uh, WRAL. And yes, there is politics surrounding the U.S. women's soccer team. It is undeniable. So here we go. Paul Riley, head coach of the North Carolina Courage. That would be, uh, I guess, for those of you who don't know, that is the uh, soccer team uh, in, in Raleigh there. Said he was neither surprised nor concerned by the loss suffered by the U.S. women Wednesday at the 2020 Olympics. Courage player Kaylee Kurtz noted, if they were to lose a game, this could be the best time for that to happen. They had been, I think they had lost a game or a match, I think, what was their streak, like 44? So, um, I mean, you put some lipstick on that pig, but that's not a good thing. You're the number one ranked team, and you lost to what I believe is the number five ranked team. So it's not like they lost to a horrible team. But it wasn't just that you lost. When the slut signal sounded, you uh, didn't even score a goal. By the way, that's my new favorite word.
5: Am I pronouncing that right, do you think? It sounds very Swedish to me, so yeah. Apparently I wasn't was sure if that was you or the Swedish chef. I was like, is, is he oh, wow, Did he go? Like, what happened? Yeah.
4: That is very nice of you. Yeah, apparently, and I didn't know this, uh, I just, here's something I learned yesterday. Uh, the Swedish word for uh, basically the buzzer, you know, end of game buzzer, uh, is slut signal. Saw it on the screenshot there, and I'm like, the what the? That translates to end signal, I guess, is the uh, the proper term there. So at the slut signal, uh, the U.S. team had been down three to nothing. You know, which in soccer terms is like a blowout, isn't it? (laughs) A three goal. The fact that three goals have been scored is is quite impressive in some instances. Twenty two players decided to take a knee ahead of the match. And as you can imagine, that created a wide variety of opinions. I love the people, by the way, who are like, who are responding to folks going, you know, what good, Uh glad to see it. Uh And they're like, you're not being patriotic. Why don't you? That's that's your team. That's America's team. Is it? Wait a sec. So now people
5: aren't allowed to have an opinion about how they feel about that. What do you mean is it? I mean I would, I would I would feel bad. Like I said, I love it when we win. I want us to win all the time. But when you have a team full of people that hate the country, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I mean it sucks, yeah, that we lost, but you know what? Good. Uh Plus you got world you know, you got World Cup coming out, you got all this stuff. Plus, so. I mean it's soccer. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you won forty something in a row. It's soccer. So it's just like saying I, I won fifty in a row at bocce ball i don't think that's how that Big works world. you know it's same thing well no 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 yeah, no, is, no. I, I i'll same i'll def, i'll defend the idea listen the sport but it's euro Trash. it's a euro trash sport it belongs over there okay well it's actually more than just europe <laughs> um but yeah, know, i'm kidding i'm kidding uh, kind of
4: this this from the epcot the epcot guy <laughs> um no, look, it, it, to to be that dominant is impressive. There's no question about it because most of the world plays this sport, and so you have a lot more people that even when they're younger are playing this sport. So you have a higher probability that, um, you know, the best of the best of the best are going to be taking the field. That being said, why don't you spend more time practicing and less time? I don't know, running around. Didn't uh, didn't she just? She was she hosted what the ESPYS here last year and. There's a bunch of activist stuff that they're going on, referring to Megan Rapinoe, right? She's the face of uh Victoria's Secret now, right? Oh, that's right. Because they cause they, get, they ditched the Angels and they wanted to bring in uh, uh, various high profile women. So of course, the first one they announced is Megan Rapinoe. Well, she's very busy, but also I'm sitting, I, you know are RAL allowing politics to color everything that they do? Don't sit here and write a story, oh, they lost a game, but that's okay. That does, no, that's fine. Don't worry about it. What are you talking about? You just snapped a 44-match streak. You're the number one team in the world, and you couldn't muster a single goal against the number five team? I, I would be a little concerned about that. Because, you know, here's how that would work in the NFL. You ready? You're out now that we're in the playoffs. Because you didn't
5: score any and you lost. One and done, baby. Yeah, the NFL known as real football.
4: Yes, yeah. Oh, I'm like, sorry, yeah, I thought like, that was a given on this no, show. No but. offense
5: to bocce ball. Like, I'm sure you know there's a skill of skillful. I'm sorry. But, you know, bocce cool. ball, soccer over here, football, NFL over here.
4: I would have a sort feeling of. that. I would have a you're knocking on Bocce ball, and I would have a feeling that that would be the top sport on your stupid Olive Garden yacht, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, it'd be great <laughs> wouldn't you I would assume you play bocce ball in your italian themed yacht I want my yacht uh Ross yesterday decided he wants a yacht, but he wants it, a he wants a customized Olive garden yacht right
5: because Conor McGregor got his Lamborghini yacht yes, and you said what company would you like to make you a yeah, yacht I said Olive Garden because that's class that's authentic- <laughs> Italian cuisine right. And from, as, you're, from Tuscany. as
4: you're, right, and you Tuscany, right? And as you're, you know, you're cruising around the Med. There's several ports of call in Italy,
5: and they just so, really come in, come in. Yeah, I believe they give you the key to the country when you dock. <laughs> so. It's a giant breadstick. <laughs> just so impressed. Oh, All right, here we go. Uh, All right,
4: Paul Riley, head coach of the NC Courage. Anyway, back to this story. I thought Sweden was really, really good and I think going there there were a couple things that I saw, where I saw some issues. Like what, the part where you didn't score any goals? Look at that, Ross. I'm a soccer analysis uh, analyst.
5: How long I you think been, they should how, score goals. How long have you been a professional soccer uh analysis guy? Um what time is it? Six forty one? Yeah. What time does the segment start? I believe it was six thirty six. Uh that long.
4: It's amazing. That many minutes. Mm-hmm. Best in the biz. I quote, I thought Sweden was really, really good, and I think going there, there were a couple things. I saw some issues. He mentioned in particular that Team USA was, quote, running behind. That's Is that code for getting, getting your butt kicked? Still, he says he expects the United States to advance and learn from the loss. I think this is the perfect tonic, he said. I think that's a great result because you know what? It's a kick in the rear end. The U.S. don't need much to get them going. They will play Sweden again, and I think they'll beat Sweden down the road. I think that's exactly what they needed. So uh, he's filing it under wake-up call. Essentially, I'm just pointing out that when you're going to run around and you're going to, when you're going to engage in the political spectrum rather than just the soccer spectrum, the U.S. This is the same thing that haunts, um. Professional athletes, whether they're Olympic athletes or not, because you can root for or against a guy, but it's never a personal thing. I mean, there's there, it's personal from a rivalry standpoint, but it doesn't enter that realm of politics. But as soon as you put a dip of toe in that water, as a professional athlete, then people are going to have different reasons to either root for or against you, and most of them are not sports related. Right? They're still the number one ranked team in the world. They still have a 44-match streak, which is very impressive, but you end up squandering that. And in an Olympic setting, it's from a patriotic standpoint. People want to root for Team USA, and it doesn't matter how bad they are, at you know, depending on which sport it is, versus the rest of the world. There's some sports we just don't do well in. There's not many, though, USA. And as a result, people, if you go out and you give a good effort right people like you you're representing america you're happy to stand there and um and and be that representative people are are not going to care that you didn't end up on the medal podium
1: they're really not
0: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
1: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom
4: You have the holier than thou attitude, and you essentially decide you want to tell half the country that they're horrible people. They're gonna take the time to see this story and think to themselves,
8: Oh, you hate to see this
4: in a very, very ironic manner. So hopefully at the next slut signal, Team USA is on top. They win, but don't pretend like this wasn't a thing. And I don't know why it was a thing, even though I'm a you know a uh, highly paid soccer uh, analyst. But uh, hopefully, it's um, maybe it is a wake up call. Maybe it's a wake up call in the other direction, or maybe next time you guys get your butt kicked, that bear will run across the field and then they'll call the game.
5: I just heard from a professional athlete that I'm good friends with. Uh, oh, really? We talked to him about before in the show, a former uh, WWF uh, star, Marty Garner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Years, right, WWE before it was W, you know, when it was back when it was WWF. And mm-hmm. he points out a really good thing, and I forgot about this, but I, this is true. The women's U.S. soccer team, right? Didn't they? They lost to the U15 boys team in Texas a couple couple years ago, and all the boys were under the age of 15.
4: You know, I I, I had forgotten about that. Remember, we talked about that. Yeah. Was it them or was it like representatives of them? I th- believe it was the team. It was like an exhibition mount. Well, that's uh, not mount. good. Um, I remember, I remember back in the day, the women's U S hockey team, I think they had won silver. They played the war road boys. That's the name of this town in in Minnesota. It's right up on the Canadian border.
5: Right. I remember you talking about this. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And they played the war road boys and they just got drilled, dude. They got drilled and the boys couldn't check because there's no checking in women's hockey or there wasn't at the time. So yeah, that was, um, that was an ugly bit of business. But, you know, it was quote-unquote exhibition, so I guess it doesn't count. But, yeah, I had forgotten about that, that uh, Texas team uh, put in the wood to them. So. Well, maybe what they need to do is get them some purple wigs and send the Texas
5: boys over there. Let them run around. I think we would do great in soccer, too, if we as a country overall cared about it. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if we really had a passion for soccer, I think we'd do. There's a it. lot
4: of there's a lot of people who have passion saying, for soccer. I'm saying,
5: and gen- if it was like completely mainstream, like the average dude, American dude in the street, if that was their sport of choice, like soccer, we would dominate. Well, and and because here's why: people who are naturally
4: athletic are going to, when they're younger, they're going to gravitate to the more popular sports. It's why it's why you see these athletes, and even though there's not the Bo Jacksons of the world today, um. You know, from a conversational standpoint, that's more of a scheduling thing. A lot of these, a lot of professional athletes, when they were in college, essentially had to pick between sports because they were they're just inherently talented. So, if you channel that talent at a young age, and soccer is the big sport, a lot more people are going to go in that direction. Right.
5: We just saw, and that, you're right. right. With yeah, Kyler Ky- Murray, right? We just saw that, right? The uh, the quarterback for the Cardinals, right? He he had to choose between baseball Did you want to become a professional baseball player or right. a football player? You know, soccer is not. We just don't care.
4: Boston Paul. The only thing Boston Paul cares about are the women. Is the women's beach volleyball? Well, good for you, Boston Paul. I'm sure you're a big volleyball. Fan. They're all Patriots, are right. they? We're in bikini bottoms. I know what's up. All right, eight 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 nine three four seven eight seven four. Uh, The uh, phone number here on the show you want to be on. All right, well, uh, we're going to have to get into the Roy Cooper presser. I don't know that it fixed anything for anybody, but it was kind of exactly what I think people expected he was going to say yesterday, so we will touch on that coming up next here on the KCO Day radio program.
8: The
1: show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app.
4: All right, welcome back 654 and good Thursday morning to you. It is the KCO Day radio program. You know, um, I forgot forgot, uh, uh, one little Biden thing I want to talk about too. We're going to get to that in a moment. I want to grab a couple phone calls. Folks been hanging on and uh, we'll get to uh, filling up the uh, next two hours here in a moment. Uh, Anthony... What's up?
8: Yeah, I, it's sad to see the government overreach is reaching over to Japan because them taking that bear is obviously, that's, that's that athlete's emotional support bear, and they can't just take that away.
4: It's a radioactive ninja bear, sir.
8: Yeah, but it's still their emotional support bear. They're entitled to I mean, the guy here in North Carolina can have a stick cobra for emotional support animal. They can have their radioactive
4: bear. All right, you know what, fair point, sir. They're weird over there anyway, but I suspect the emotion is uh, terror, you know, because it's a giant radioactive ninja bear that you don't even see until it's too late. So, but, you know, tomato, tomato. Uh, James, go ahead.
0: Yeah, um, maybe the fact that they lost a game had something to do with the fact they threw it because they don't have any pride in the country.
4: Yeah, but they still have egos, you know?
0: Yeah, but their ego is more important for them to take their woke political stand than to actually play the game.
4: Right. No, no, no. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. And you could say that one thing is the victim of another. But ultimately, if they're not, you know, if, if, if they wanted to take a stand and it wasn't going to compromise their egos, then maybe they could say, we're not going to take the field. Until I don't know, uh, racism is done or what, whatever their definition of it is. But they didn't. They're just like, right. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pop a knee and then we're gonna do some nasty interviews and then tweet stuff. So. Just but this puts them right, the right back
0: in the, the spotlight. This puts them back in the spotlight of the media.
4: Sure it does. Yeah, they got the World Cup coming up. I'm getting the weird echo there. Um, they got um, yeah, World Cup coming up. Obviously, you know, following the Olympics here and and you know and then they have uh, a variety of different tournaments throughout the year. and because they get propped up in everything that they do by the CNNs, the NBCs, the ABCs, um, I don't know whether it matters whether they win or lose. They're still going to get that press coverage so they can still spread their uh, spread their message. Um, I don't think that's going away. Ross, I know you watched every moment of the uh, president's uh, town hall on CNN yesterday, so you saw this, but in case anybody else didn't see it, and it's, it's so rambly over the course of about three minutes, I'm not going to play all of the audio, but one of the moments I've, uh, that stood out to me is there's, it's a town hall, so there's this dude who owns a restaurant, and essentially he's asking the president, he said, you know, what's going on? I own a restaurant, we're, we're getting back to it, except I can't get staff, right? I can't hire anybody. And this is a constant refrain when it comes to uh, restaurant, service industry, jobs, all the rest. Uh, We had uh, stats that came out last month saying that 1.8 million uh, Americans who work in this industry said that they specifically didn't go back to work because mathematically it was more advantageous to take the expanded unemployment benefits. Uh, And those are the ones who would admit it. So you would think that maybe that's kind of what this restaurant guys, you know, asking the president about, but uh, Joe Biden says that is not the case. And instead tells this restaurant owner who has just this horrified look on his face while this is going on, that the reason he can't find workers is because service industry workers have all moved on to bigger, better, more financially lucrative opportunities. So that's good. Because some people were concerned it was the other thing. But nope, they got higher paying, better jobs now. Which is the literal definition of where you don't have to go to work and you make more money sitting at home. So I don't know that he really clarified much. But hey, uh, at least he got an answer. And it was less rambly than the others. So uh, good on that dude. Good morning, everybody. It is 7.07, hour number two here on your Thursday of the KCO Day radio program. Uh, coming up on the show, I guess in an hour, uh, Mark Walker, we didn't get a chance to chat with him last week. He was, I don't know, doing running for Senate stuff, whatever that is. Um, but, you know, we'll, uh, we'll touch base, and uh, especially after the uh, president's town hall yesterday, where he made uh, where he denied that he's a vampire, told a restaurant owner to pay more so he could outcompete with the government's paying them, and then made a very, very important point that Ross couldn't figure out what it was, so he wrote Biden Crushing it as the title here on my button bar. So because whatever this is. That's
6: underway. Just like the other question that's illogical, and I've heard you speak about it. Because you always, I'm not being solicitous, but you, you're always straight up about what you're doing. Yeah. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are, why can't the 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 experts say we know that this virus is in fact, uh, um, uh, it, it, it's going to be, uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well,
1: that means you mean for the FDA.
6: For the FDA. Yeah.
4: You know that's dangerous. Every time I played that this morning, I've almost fallen asleep. So, and I'm just I'm just waiting for you, the audience, to hear the thud of my head hitting the desk here. Um, yeah, whatever that was. Really, the only merciful part of that was uh, I don't know if I don't know that there was a lot of coverage of it, but there's some pictures that emerged. Uh, the CNN town hall, uh, they they had half the available seats that were unfilled. And I don't mean that they intentionally only seated half for social distancing. I mean, even with the reduction of seats for social distancing, they still only filled it halfway. Now, does stuff like that matter or not? I'll let you be the judge. But do you remember the week-long news story that was, the uh, who was it? who was it on uh, on twit on uh, Twitch or not Twitch? I'm sorry, on TikTok was it the K-pop? Remember the K-pop people reserved a bunch of Trump tickets for that uh, rally in like Kansas City or whatever, and they did it so that there would be less people that showed up. And the media, even though they knew exactly what had happened, that a bunch of uh, K-pop idiots uh, from TikTok decided they were going to do this. Uh, and basically reserve tickets that they had no intention of using so it looked like there was less people in the venue, the media still ran a week's worth of stories mocking Donald Trump for having a half-empty venue. Here, nobody even mentions it, but it's a thing that happened. And he talked about a wide variety of stuff, and with that wide variety of stuff, you would think there would be a wide variety of questions Jen Psaki, because yes, there's the standard pressers that happen there in the briefing room, and we've played more than enough audio over the years from all different uh, press secretaries of different presidents and
3: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus.
7: That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
3: No purchase necessary. VDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
7: Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's fourpatriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right.
4: There's also the impromptu pressers that happen on Air Force One while they're traveling. And so that's a moment where it's a little more intimate. A lot of times uh, questions can be asked and since there's no... There's no cameras running. There's a little freer exchange of ideas. So with that in mind, a journalist who's wanting to ask a question that may put Saki on the defensive may wait to ask it in that environment. So you generally get a higher level, uh, a more intrusive level of questions, but necessary questions. In fact, uh, they do do audio recording of it. Uh, Let's listen in to how that presser went yesterday. On the way to the town hall.
2: Are going to be ice
9: cream in Cincinnati? Grater's ice cream? A yeah, raspberry chip? I, I don't think so, but we'll have to. I don't know. And now I really want. I'm sure he
4: he's aware of it. <laughs> it, so, it sounds like a bunch of it sounds like a women's group. What do you want to do today? Oh, we're going to drink mimosas, and then we're going to go get ice cream. Is going to be ice cream in Cincinnati? And they're obviously cognizant to, that it's not a good look because then they kind of make a Biden joke at the end. Obviously, he's aware of it. That's probably what they used to bribe to get him on the plane. Is it going to be ice cream when we get to Cincinnati? This is... How do you not realize that this is now a running bit? That all Ross had to do was uh, uh, control F ice cream and he filled my button bar up. Mr.
3: President.
6: Chalka, chalka, chip. Oh.
3: Oh,
7: yeah.
4: oh, what a big boy you are. Oh, how exciting for you.
3: You're not getting in uh, Rocky Road for infrastructure? Well, <laughs> it's,
6: uh, oh. I'll tell you, it's kind oh. of Rocky Road, we're going to
4: get it done. Yeah, 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 good for you. That's By the way, the, the piece of audio we don't even have there is going back to the campaign when he was in Durham, and he went to, uh, where, did, where did he go? Went to go get a milkshake. And they were, like, oh, what kind of milkshake did you get? So, I mean, this thing's this thing's been a bit for a while. And they're they're on Air Force One. They can ask him anything. The borders on fire. What kind of are we, is there going to be ice cream? I want to have ice cream. Oh. Also, uh Also, I mentioned that Joe Biden wants you to know that he's not a vampire. The problem here is what he's trying to attempt to do is is deny the. If you're going to deny the conspiracy, the adrenochrome thing, at least understand what you're denying. Because I don't even think Biden understands what the crazy people on the internet are even saying about him. The
6: idea that the Democrats or the Biden is hiding people and sucking the blood of children and no—I'm serious. That's now you may not like me, and that's your right. Look.
4: Then he goes on. He's like, "Oh, the vitriol is bad." Yeah, bad vitriol. And it's like This from the guy who was trying to fight people on the campaign trail, so I just don't even know. All right, what is this? Oh, there we go. My iPad just freaked out for a moment. All right, 888-934-7874. The uh, phone number here on the uh, show.
5: You want to weigh in on anything, you can do so there.
8: <laughs>
5: yeah, I just said just something from uh, Alzheimer's.org. Stop. I don't know if you saw that. Stop. stop. Yeah, it's, a, it's a caregiver stop tips it. and tools they sent out a while back. This is on the official owls.org site. This about is, the you pow- went to their website. It's about the power of ice cream to handle a uh, dimension Alzheimer's. It's a big article they put out. because just, just is. Go- I'm scrolling, yeah, man. Yeah, Google it. Google ice cream and Alzheimer's and see what comes up. Oh, no. Yeah, tons of stuff. Oh, no. Article after article. Uh, I'm. a coincidence. Well, you say that or, only people with Alzheimer's yeah, or dementia I'm just like ice cream. It's weird that you know, over and over again, he keeps having these ice cream stops. It's bizarre. So brain freezes
4: are a good thing. I'm unclear how this works. Does is like stimulate neural pathways.
6: Choco, chocolate <laughs> chip.
4: Dude, I'm telling you, the reaction on that clip at the end of the reporters is just, that's the thing that sets me off every time I hear it. Uh, let's see, in addition to that, uh, during the uh, town hall, wait, what is this? Okay, all right, now people are just sending me pervy stuff. That is not helpful, folks. Uh, in addition to that, uh, Biden also got into, let's see, guns in a very rambly five, six-minute answer. I'm the only guy that ever got passed legislation when I was a senator to make sure we eliminated assault weapons. The idea you need a weapon that can have the ability to fire 20, 30, 40, 50, 120 shots, whether it's a 9mm pistol or a rifle is ridiculous. So now now we are going to get rid of 9mm pistols? Quote, oh, I love this quote. All I'm is suggesting is a rational policy, one that says you cannot have 20, 30, 40, 50 clips in a weapon. What? I don't. What's the gu- what's the um what's the video game that the people can basically consider the gun game? Is that Borderlands? Yeah, with the bajillion guns. Yeah. I I would challenge you on Borderlands to find a
5: weapon that has quote 50 clips in it. If you ever got that, you would well, I don't- I don't understand what that means, because I know what a clip is. I know what that is. You put that, in, yeah. yeah, it's yeah different yeah. from no a magazine. You're, you've gone over that. So 50 uh, of those yeah, yeah. in one gun?
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going to get rid of those. Yeah, even, the, even, the, even whoever's job it is on Borderlands to design guns. <laughs>
5: like, how do I make a gun that big? I don't <laughs>
4: Well, you know what you do is you go to that one that uh, was it, uh, Maxine Waters with the the fifty cal AR fifteen, right? Uh, that weighs like forty pounds. That's how, that's how that happens. Then it's got fifty clips in it. I have a gun that a shoots chain, clips and a chainsaw bayonet.
5: I have a yeah. gun that shoots clips that shoots guns that shoots clips. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you get that? I, I know a guy. Oh, oh yeah, gun yeah. show loophole.
4: That's right. Look at you. So so the gun shoots clips, and then out of the clips, a gun, right, right, and then that shoots bullets. Correct or no? That shoots more clips. I mean, it's up to you. You know, however <laughs> How do you want, want to load fight, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, customization of uh, customization is the big uh, selling point on the AR-15s. Uh, even though those who hate it think it's uh, all about the murders. You know that uh, that idiot they want to put in charge of the. Um, uh, ATF, the uh, guy who literally has spent his career working as a um, uh, for gun grabber organizations, uh, I saw a clip of him yesterday, and he's talking about how uh, gun owners are, quote, um, Tiger King-style preppers waiting on a zombie apocalypse or a zombie holocaust or whatever the, the word was that he used, and, and encourage people, if they have guns, to lock them away until the zombies emerge. So he seems very reasonable and would be a good guy to put in charge of, you know, guns uh, here in America. So I'm pretty pretty pumped about that possibility. Uh, but uh, my point is, I think he would hate this gun that you've acquired. So Biden rambled on for a little while with that, and then basically said that uh, it, it's he's not going to get it done uh, during his term. Or, quote, it's not likely likely to get done in the near term. But I'll continue to push to eliminate the sale of those things. Uh, Those things being the gun with the fifty clips. Plus, you got to load them, and it'd be very time-consuming just setting that weapon up. Just saying, you know those scenes when they're like in a Black Hawk, and there's a bunch of military dudes that are flying somewhere to do a badass mission, and they're all you know jamming rounds in there spend the whole time loading, even though you would never do that. You would do all of that before you ever left, but hey, whatever, the the movies. Um, I think that's the vision he has of uh, gun owners right there. All right, 888-934-7874, but it wasn't only our president taking to a podium yesterday. It was also our governor who announced that he will end the state mask mandate for schools. However, this is the wink, wink, nod, nod. They're going to keep urging that all students in K through eight and staff mask up for the upcoming school year, and of course, anybody, uh, any of the school districts that are run uh, by his uh, his political comrades. Uh, well, they're already they're already going there, as we saw with uh, Wake County, and I suspect now because that's the way the governor put it, where he's essentially shuffled it off to the locals to do it, but still suggested it. You're going to see a deeply partisan divide uh, on this particular issue across the state of North Carolina. So if you know where the politics lie in your school district, I bet you're, you're able to predict it even if they haven't announced it. But we'll see, and uh, we'll continue to update you uh, for the districts in our listening areas. All right, 888-934-7874. There's a little minor story that's out. I saw yesterday, and I, and I started to laugh out loud when I saw this quote. Uh, having to do with the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. And I will get that for you. And uh, they're a little back and forth with the Senate Committee on Education. And we'll do it next. Hang on.
1: A new decade on the calendar and celebrating 10 years on the air. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Uh, let's see here. Ah, this,
4: I like this story. This is on uh, Fox 8, the uh, Greensboro Fox affiliate. Chris Sujack was mowing his backyard and cutting down some tree limbs when he saw something you just don't normally see. Quote, usually when I come down here, I hear about 15 to 20 bullfrogs jump in the water. First off, it was dead silent. I hear something on the shore and I start to hear a noise. I go around and I see a splash and then a tail, a pretty good sized tail. What Chris saw was an alligator. Sue Jack said his stepdaughter heard him scream an expletive and asked him if he was okay. I said, uh, he said, quote, no, just saw an alligator. And she started laughing, assuming he was joking. Sue Jack said his son in law and stepdaughter had just arrived from out of state and stepson jumped out of the car to help get the alligator out of the creek behind his house. I rigged up a pole with my dog leash on it and made a noose. Oh, no. Uh, Ross. Can you do me a favor? Would you report this guy for making a noose? Eventually, after about three hours, I was able to get the gator, and then I found out it was my neighbor's pet, and his name is Fluffy. So, (laughs) You people and your weird-ass pets, what is going on? I heard it was a Loki. No. Oh, you know what? I didn't see a picture. Maybe it has the helmet. We will check during the break. Hang on.
1: 10 years of news twice an hour and smart talk all day. 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM talk in the Triangle. By the way, did everybody uh, see Jerry Jones
4: come out and do his little whatever that was yesterday? A little press conference. It's just weird, man. It's just a, he's out there rambling. They should have a Jerry Jones, Joe Biden ramble. off. I would watch that. Uh, I think Jerry Jones' point was um, teams that aren't uh, completely vaccinated aren't serious about winning a Super Bowl um, was made, was basically the crux of it. Who's the Bills player who they're kind of piling on because he's like, I'm not getting that? Yeah, it's uh, Cole Beasley. So uh, did he – I saw a quote, and I didn't click on the story. Did he say that he would if somebody paid him?
5: I didn't see that. There was that. a sponsor sponsorship opportunity? <laughs> I have not seen that. I don't – I haven't seen that, so I don't know. Maybe, Ugh. but yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about that one. But yeah, he's a big. You know, it's his body, his choice. He yeah. feels he's in good physical condition. Right. If he were to get it, you know, he's not in the age bracket of over the age of life expectancy. You know, the Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com.
8: It's my little escape.
5: Now Judy's the
1: life of the party.
8: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
7: Ch-ch-chumba.
1: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
7: Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's fourpatriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right.
5: You know, he's mm-hmm. young. He feels like he the, can we'll handle call, it. We'll call it the presidential bracket. Thank you. Yes, yeah, it's a good bracket. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good name. Yeah. So, yeah, he feels like he can handle it. And people are like, oh, you're murdering grandma. Yeah, literally. Literally. By the way, and anytime, like, I,
4: I, And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Anytime I sit here, we're going to make up a new rule on this show, okay? And I just want everyone to listen in very intently. Do not call the show because you hear the word clip or you hear the word magazine or you feel that they are misused in one way, shape, or form or another when I am reading an actual quote from somebody, right? This isn't Tom Gresham's gun talk, which is a great show. This is Standard Morning Radio and I'm reading a quote from the president. If you don't like the way he does it, call him and complain. I just want because there's there are the technical terms and we can drill down on those, but there's also the way that most people who are maybe either, either not really gun people, but not anti-gun people or are passive people talk. And so there is that level of communication that is still going to take place. If you call this show, you fall into the bucket of people who, when somebody says democracy and you go, no, it's a constitutional, you're not helping. And I will send Ross to your house to arson it. Okay. So no, don't because he's got better things to do. That's what he says. Do you have better things to do? I am so busy. So busy. Yeah, you hear that? So much going on. You understand. You want to add to that man's frustration? You I sure don't. don't. Uh-uh. So think of the, think
5: of the kids and, and Ross. Okay. So wait, right. so I get, so I get a bazooka.
4: Yeah, yeah, you can rambo it from a distance. You'll want to douse it with some sort of accelerant
5: first. I'm so excited.
4: Yeah, I know it's not exactly bulldozing your buddy's house like you dream of, but this will this will get you get you part of the way there. All right, let me grab
8: this call, uh, Scooter. What's up? <laughs> Don't tell Ross I got marshmallows. Um, you, I know it's it's just poking fun at the the, the uh, about it, but. The fact that he's being politically correct and not wanting to say the 50 round clips, he wants to make sure the square ones and the banana ones and all the different types of clips, not just the round ones. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a deeper thing. He actually probably saw that 50 round clips on the, the teleprompter and was like, well, not just the round ones. The, the rectangular ones, too, and, and the, the other ones, the the, the the curvy ones.
4: So I took this call, Scooter, because I thought you would help me acquire a gun with 50 clips, and it doesn't sound like you're um, going to do that.
7: I actually might.
8: No, I don't think. You know, it's kind of hard. Yeah. I mean, no, they're, I they're running different things. You can probably get one of those uh, that has the different sliding don't don't, don't
5: forget scooter no he's a former, scooter's a former ranger so he probably knows about stuff we don't we, we've never heard of before well it's, he can't speak uh, of it though he's probably signed to
4: yeah, NBA or something so so yeah. i mean there's the technology out
8: there you can do a right quick swap right,
4: right, over right. You
8: can we
4: have a, the technology of
8: yeah all right you a know what? i actually i actually know drum. some
4: guys that I, I actually know some guys that have a gun company they make guns so Maybe I'll I mean, call one of them and see, if, them we'll do and see it. if we
8: can make a clip, a clip drum, and then it keeps on hmm. going from clip to clip to clip.
4: Well, yeah, yeah, something like that, or the one, and thanks for the call scooter, or the one that Ross has where it literally shoots, the gun shoots clips that shoots uh, guns, which is amazing. And if you're a deer, terrifying, I would think, because uh, you ain't out running that. All right, 888-934-7874. Oh, just real quickly, did you see this? Um, I, here we go. You know who, uh, Yerman Mercedes is. Yerman Mercedes is a, the rookie Chicago White Sox catcher. He is, I guess he was number two in the rotation. And at the beginning of the year was phenomenal batting four hundred and fifteen. and he had a little bit of a slump. And so to help him work being a rookie, uh, Tony LaRusso, the manager there, sent him down to triple a. Uh, which uh, A for the White Sox is actually in Charlotte. That's the uh, Charlotte team. Uh, dude just got on Instagram yesterday and says he quits and is just leaving baseball. What kind of pouty temper tantrum is that, man? You're a rookie. You made it to the bigs. You uh, you excelled, and you know then you started to do all the adjustments, and now you just need to spend some time working on it. And he just like, no, I quit. I quit baseball. I'm out of here.
5: What was the reason?
4: He got sent down to uh, oh, sh- uh Charlotte Triple okay. A Charlotte. Oh, boo freaking who. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it
5: happens. It happens to the best of them.
4: Oh, well, and, and I don't know. People are making a big deal out of it, but I, you know, that that this guy would quit, but didn't the Yankees quit at the beginning of the year like all of them? Remember when they I did that whole joke just for that. It didn't really land did it? Oh no, I thought I think it did fine. Uh Boston Paul, did you think that was funny? Send me an email. We'll uh we'll let Boston Paul be the arbiter here. So but no, yeah, to your point, yeah, boo frickin' who. You're gonna go down to AAA and, and you'll be back in the show before you would have. And, and you know what? He'll probably rethink it because at the end of the day he'll go, you know what, I'm still getting paid for playing baseball. So uh it's a pretty good get. Uh, speaking of uh, somebody out of work as well, um, do you know Kentaro Kobayashi, who uh, tomorrow, tomorrow would have been his, uh, his big thing, man? He was set to be the director for the opening ceremony, the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, the uh, Kobayashi, a comedian, unfortunately fired just a day before the ceremony because back in 1998 on a comedy show, the what was the what was the whose line is it anyway? That was the Drew Carey show or the improv. Yep. I think this was like a Japanese version of it. and the, so he did a skit in it and it was called Let's Play Holocaust. So yeah, you make a Holocaust joke in 1998, you're fired. And so they um, they fired him um, after footage of the act began circulating on the internet early Thursday. I find it interesting that the cancel, you know, the uh, deep dive your um, your history cancel culture thing, is not purely an American uh, uh, sport. So that's kind of interesting to me. Um, let's see uh, who it doesn't say who's replacing him here in the story, but whoever it is, you wouldn't know who it is anyway. So we got that going for us. All right, seven forty-four, and let's get Ray Stajic in here from the Weather Channel. Yo, what's going on, dude?
10: Yo, KC, what's up, man? Uh,
4: you know, Thursday, so we like that. We're on the back half of this bad boy.
10: Uh, yeah, almost there, right? And, uh, you know, we've got air quality alerts. Uh, they threw those into effect yesterday also for the haze and the smoke in the air from the western wildfires. So that's back again today. Um, temperatures start an inch up now closer to 90 again as we go through the next few days. I think upper 80s to low 90s between probably 88 and 91 across the area with sun and clouds and very little chances for rainfall. Um, As we get into tomorrow on the weekend, I think west and maybe even west of the triad where we get some upslope along the mountains, there may be some isolated showers and thunderstorms, but I do not see anything widespread. And I think even into next week, not a bunch of rain and temperatures staying in the upper 80s to lower 90s. So into more of a dry than wet weather pattern, um, do have to mention something in the tropics. It's not really in the tropics right now, but there's a dissipating frontal system over Alabama and Georgia, and there's a little weak wave that may move into the Western Atlantic. And as it does, the Hurricane Center puts about a 30 percent chance on that over the next five days. So, if that does develop at all, maybe coastal areas of the Carolinas and Georgia and Northeast Florida uh, may be some impacts with some enhanced precipitation. But right now, uh, none of the models doing anything significant with that. So for now, it's pretty in terms of the sun. It looks a little hazy and smoky, but not much rain, and the heat's going to stay with us, probably hovering one of the few degrees of 90 right through the upcoming weekend. Do
4: you hear the good news, by the way? No, what so, happened? Uh, You got a promotion? No, no, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, everybody gets promotions, just nobody gets paid more. Um, right. So, no, apparently there's a bear loose in the Olympic Village over in to- uh, in Japan.
10: <laughs> That's all they need, right?
4: Yeah, and 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 this is the part of the village that's the in the Fukushima district, so it could be a radioactive bear.
10: Oh, it might be. That'd yeah. be crazy, huh?
4: Yeah, never. And, you oh. know, they've never had issues in Japan with radioactive creatures, so
10: no, they didn't. All they need is a Godzilla sighting, right?
4: Oh, this would be amazing. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll see how fast those uh, runners really are, man. Thank you. All right, see you. In a bit. Yeah, there you go. Race agent from the Weather Channel. Yeah, all you have to do is trip one of them, and then you. Get away, unless it is truly a radioactive ninja bear, and then there's probably nothing you can do. All right, 888-934-7874 coming up on the show. uh, Mark Walker will join us, 805. We'll uh, we'll deep dive into a variety of issues. Mostly we'll just, uh, I guess we're going to have to talk about uh, Joe Biden's uh, CNN town hall. That was exciting. Uh, More on the bear. And where did I put this other story? Oh, I got it up. All right, well, hang on, because I don't understand why there's a thing that's a thing But it's a thing And um, it was a joke that used to make at Trump's expense as well But uh, we'll get to that here in just a moment So hang on dream
3: was to build your very own law practice Be your own boss, call all the shots But have things like billing, HR, timekeeping And all the other management stuff Turned your dream into a nightmare Take charge of your practice with Lexicon We're the intersection of practice management software and legal support services for your firm. You'll get more billable and livable hours back. Lexicon marks the spot for all your practice management needs. Visit lexiconservices.com slash intersection to get the whole story or schedule a demo.
1: 1061 FM Talk and 94.5 WPTI. Two stations driving the best in talk. This is Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News. All right, hold on. I just I stumbled across something here. It's uh, one of
4: those headlines attached to a study, and I was able to debunk it in about three seconds. Let me hit you with it. Uh, this is, uh, here we go. Men are worse for climate change than women because they love meat and cars. A new study found that men emit 16% more greenhouse gases than women because they spend more money on fuel and meat. All right, let me, let me destroy this. Um, in fact, uh, I'm going to use Ross as my sample. Ross, um, of your weekly driving, obviously you have to commute to and from work, and arguably, since you're going to and from work, I feel that that should be average across the family because it's household income. But let's talk about driving that's not your commute to and from work. Would you say that the majority of your driving is because you're like, hey, I want to go over here, and then I want to go over here and, and get this and that, or would you say a lot of that driving is
5: connected to you running errands on behalf of somebody? Yes, correct, the second part, and I have, uh, I have proof. I've been home by myself for the past two weeks. Actually, Philman got home. Uh, Markey, uh, mother-in-law, and Lincoln got home yesterday okay, in the afternoon. But for the pr- uh, two weeks prior... I would get home from work, at, you know, I'd drive to work, mm-hmm, and then I would drive mm-hmm. home, pick up whatever I need for that day if I need anything, and then I would get home. And I would text Marky, and I'm like, I'm home for the rest of the day. And oh. I didn't go out anywhere. Not, but you you ran like, t- a target like two or three never, times, though, right? But typically, yeah, I'm always going out to pick this up or that up or go across here, get that, or bring him there. Yeah. No, I just stayed at home. Mm. My, my driving time was probably reduced like by 50% or more. Oh, that's weird.
3: More than once, actually.
1: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA
7: meeting.
3: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
7: I never win and tell.
3: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void rep prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions
4: apply. See website for details. The discrepancy attributed to spending habits or what men choose to spend their money on and not because men spend more money than women overall, yada, yada. I, I also have a question, this, it's, but they started it with this whole sexism thing here. How many of you guys out there still do most of the fueling of your vehicles? My buddy's, my buddy's wife, I don't think, knows how to put gas in a car. He makes sure that her car has gas in it. That's literally one of his jobs. And she'll say something if there's not gas, as though she's not an adult with a debit or a credit card who knows where a gas station is. And I think it's hilarious. He will go. He will ask how much how much fuel is in there. I don't know. And then he'll go. He'll look. He has to go out the driveway. He'll look, and then he'll go, and then he'll get gas, and he'll bring her car back. Now, is that on him? These are the things. I also do that. Do you? Oh, yeah, yeah, so that shouldn't count against your total, should it? Because, you know, your wife's got to run errands. She's got to uh, take the boy to and from stuff and, uh, you know, go wherever she needs to go for the day. But somehow, because you spent it on your, you know, you were the one who charged it, they're going to count it in your your pile. This whole thing's BS. The study published in Journal of Industrial Ecology. These expenditures, as you would expect in a gender stereotype, women spend more money on health care furnishings, buy more food, clothes, Men spend more money on eating out alcohol and tobacco, more money on cars, fuels. Yes, all that good stuff. So uh, really a a stupid study where there's no actual way to actually know other than just going through somebody's credit card statement but not knowing any of the story, and you chose to publish this? Okay. Okay. All right, do your thing. I just feel like maybe that's going to be inaccurate. Also, I found this amusing yesterday. Um, the Nash or national, the North Carolina High School Athletics Association says they're placing them dismantling the uh, NC High School Athletic Association and placing the responsibility of running high school athletics with a commission appointed by elected officials would subject high school athlete, uh, athletics to partisan politics says current commissioner Q Tucker. All right, this is rich. I love one of these athletic associations, be it the ACC, the NC High School Athletics Association, the NCAA, to to whine that a change in the way that it's being done could inject politics that are partisan into their decision-making. You know that we were all here and watched what happened with HB2, right? We saw all of that. And then we also saw the stuff there. There's a lot of politics on the coronavirus side of things. All of these partisan politics and all of these influences predate what they're suggesting of uh, they do here in North Carolina. Now, there's a reason for this bill. In fact, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna have to jump back into this story uh, after we chat with uh, Mark Walker because I think people should understand why... The Senate says they're doing this, and you can decide whether you believe them or not. But uh, we will get into that and much more coming up in hour number three, right around the corner. Hang on. All right, good morning. It is 8.07, hour number three here on your Thursday. Glad to have you along. KCO Day radio program. Didn't get a chance to check in with him last week due to some uh, traveling or something. Apparently you got to do that when you're running for the Senate. Uh, Mark Walker, though, joining us this morning. How you doing today, sir?
0: I am doing quite well and always wish you the same
4: where are you uh, are you in north carolina you you up in d c yes. what are you doing
0: i am in north carolina i'll be uh statesville to wilmington today
4: okay with the stock
0: all right. yeah
4: all yeah. right all right all right so um yeah we got a couple weeks worth of stuff to uh kind of uh kind of dig into um i'm sure that you took some time out of your busy schedule yesterday to take in the president's uh, town hall there on uh c n n
0: well, since half the room was empty, I guess we, you and I, could have had some good seats yesterday. So
4: right, we well, probably could have. Um, let me do. Let me do this. Uh, I think that there's there's several issues, obviously, that he covered, uh, but I want to go to what I thought was probably the best point that he made, and I have the audio here. I'm going to play it for you. I'm just curious whether you agree, whether you disagree, and um, why. Uh, and uh, uh, here is uh, President Biden. Talking about something
6: that's underway, just like the other question is illogical. And I've heard you speak about it because you always I'm not being solicitous, but you're always straight up about what you're doing. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't the 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 experts say we know that this virus is in fact uh, um, uh, it's going to be.
4: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop torturing you, Mark. Uh, agree, disagree, or what did I just listen to?
0: Um, I, I I don't know. Uh, we we talk a lot about science. Uh, I think it would take some great scientists to kind of break down that over the next decade or so to exa- see exactly what he said. You know, it, it's it's. Yeah, I try to stop short of being too uh, humorous about it because to me it's a sad situation that they're putting this guy out there who cannot do the job, number one. Number two, the talking points that he's given by this radical group of wingnuts, he can't even remember as far as chronologically or the structure of how to break some of this stuff down. So what does he do? He goes back to what he's always done in filibustering, trying to just buy the time to be able to move on to the next question. And uh, it's, it's really a sad situation, but but they're willing to continue to parade him out there uh, in some of these instances. And I, I, I think it's for ulterior motives at some point show that he can't do the job and replace him with the vice president, Kamala Harris.
4: Well in in a way it, it it's kind of brilliant because even the people don't realize how much is getting done behind the scenes and I'll give I'll give you an example uh you know uh what was uh Tom Homan you know Tom Homan the former um uh, border yeah, no guy yeah so uh, uh Homan had a piece yesterday and basically he was documenting what is the dismantling that's going on of the Porsche. ice has ice has several different layers to it The part when people say that they want to get rid of ICE that really irritates them is the enforcement layer. And what they're doing right now by essentially separating the funding uh, on that part of it is too wonky for most people to understand, but is detrimental, especially with what's going on down at the border right now.
0: There's there's no question about it, Casey. And they are so focused and distracted on some of the humanitarian needs that the illegal behavior continues to expand. That's why we went from a three-year high to a five-year to a 15, now a 25-year high that we're seeing as far as the increase. And I will always say this, that the most egregious thing, the thing that I'm most passionate about against with this administration, is when I served the last two years as the ranking member on intelligence and counterterrorism for Homeland Security, you get a chance to see a lot of intelligence of what happens at the border. This is the same information that this administration has as well. And when they see what happens to these young boys and these young girls, when they're giving them the green light that it's okay to come, is is, is something that should be on them for the rest of their lives. It, it, I, I just, I'm so frustrated and angry about this. But not, not only that part of it, if you get back to the legal components of this, you're talking about a lawlessness that we've simply not seen. And when you look at This border situation, I think for Republicans running for any office, it has to be the top of the list because this is a critical breaking point.
4: What kills me is the firmest position I've seen him take is when Mayorkas the other day said that if any Cubans vote over here, they won't even get a hearing. They'll be pushed off, sloughed off to a third, like a third country. Basically, another country will have to deal with them. Why would you go out there and take such a blindingly firm stance against people Coming from Cuba with everything that's going on there But meanwhile You probably saw the video of those people Pushing through the gate down at the southern border The other day
0: Exactly, here's the fundamental reason is because the people that are coming Trying to get in from Cuba They understand what communism looks like they are looking for freedom, and they know that if you, whether you're from Ven, in South Florida, whether you're from Venezuela, whether you have a Cuban descent, Cuban-American descent. I attended a Cuban-American rally in Raleigh just this past weekend. Great people. They understand the difference, and that's why Ron descent is run by such a large margin, and that's why the Democrats have had to write off of Florida, is because when you are a, a legal immigrant to become American, and you come from one of these communist countries— They'll go to you. Bet your sweet bottom that you understand what freedom and liberty is all about, and they stand with conservatism. But those who are coming, looking to be dependent on the government, that's that's all about control. The Democrats have gained the system for several decades, and they can add them to their voting rolls, to their coffers. That's the difference. That's the hypocrisy. Even as I said, even when it means costing human life, the rapes, the pillaging, the, the just the murder, the barbaric behavior there—that's completely controlled by the drug cartels that's the difference that's the hypocrisy and for god almighty I hope the American people can see the difference
4: getting away from the uh, the, we'll call the edges the edges of the argument uh, the hyperbole like um, the Cuba the problem with Cuba is uh, the US embargo never mind that there's 190 some other countries that all trade with Cuba do we have an obligation to do something? I know that there are Republicans saying uh, Joe Biden needs to get his head in the game on this issue. Okay, but what does that look like? Because there's also a lot of us who are like, you know, at the end of the day, how many different countries' politics do we want to wade into? Do we wade into Cuba but not Haiti, or do we do both? Do we do neither? What? How can the U.S. do something, and what do you think they should be doing?
0: It's a great question uh, right now. Casey, uh, just because you've done something in the past, I hear Republicans and even conservatives talking about this means you should do it in the future. For example, we've sent troops in places. I'm not going to go that far. What we can do is we can do economic things. We can do things from a liberating standpoint. Uh, We have the capabilities to allow private companies to be able to remotely create Internet access. Those kinds of things which get information to get... I guess, encouragement to get some resources there. Uh, having having been in the ministry, I've been out of it for about seven years, but I still know pastors that were in Cuba, Cuba nationalists, that were beaten, that were tortured, uh, persecuted, their properties were taken. This continues to go on to the state. It did not die with Fidel Castro. This kind of oppressive regime still exists. So being able to have that kind of information to get in there, I think is one of the first steps. That we can do. Uh, I don't put me in the column yet as far as sending in troops. I think we've done that enough over the years. When it didn't work out, our job is to make sure we're protecting the home front. But at some point, I do think anything's on the table if we see some kind of massive loss of human life.
4: Um, I'm just uh, looking at a few of the other little uh, little widgets in there and things that people are working on. I, I'm curious what you think of this whole Texas Democrats taking the trip over to D.C. I know it's I know this is kind of a story from last week, but when I see them badly singing "We will, uh, we will overcome" and finding out now that essentially it's turned into a COVID super spreader event
7: That's chumbacasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
7: Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over one hundred and fifty thousand Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to fourpatriots.com/slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com/slash. On the right, that's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com, slash on the right.
4: I, wh- why, would the, why would the Democratic, or even the Democratic, why would anyone want to associate the, associate themselves with these idiots? I think this is the
0: biggest political disaster or strategic move that I've seen in some time. And it still is a current story, I guess. I guess as long as you're spreading COVID in D.C., it should be the top of the story. Of course, it's not being picked up on, on a lot of the mainstream presses. But you're getting up there, you're having a beer-drinking party on your private jet, paid for taxpayers' dollars, coming to Washington, D.C., spreading COVID, and then you're trying to present yourself as both the hero and the villain. Uh, even, even moderate folks have said, hey, you know what, we, they really missed on this one. Uh, and the longer they're away from serving the people they're called to represent, I think it's going to backfire. It's going to play in the Governor Jim Abbott of Texas. And I think these folks, uh, of course, I guess, Behaving that way does qualify you uh, at some point to run for the U.S. Congress. Uh, but nevertheless, I think this was a horrible move, and I think it's going to backfire on them. I think it already is.
4: I, I got to tell you, over the year, the thing that irritates, it's just, it's it irritates maybe not the right word. The thing that I just shake my head at every time is when uh, one, one, of you, one, of you, one of you Washington, D.C. politicians do some little stunt thing. You know, like, uh, oh, well, look, I brought a snowball into the chamber, you know it's stupid i'm eating kfc i think was uh i remember seeing a yeah. uh, one of the guys eating kfc it's so dumb and i'm do your guys is and i know you're not you're not in congress anymore but you're trying to uh obviously running for the senate do, what happens how do you get talked into that is it the lawmakers idea or do they have really really bad advice from staff because none of that
0: ever
5: no. looks good
0: this comes from the lawmakers. Usually your staff is trying to talk you out of doing something that stupid. But at, at some of these guys, when they've been there, like the guy from Memphis, Tennessee, eating the fried chicken uh, in, a, in a very sensitive hearing, uh, that was completely his idea. And when you've been there that long, you get to this mindset that if you think up something, oh, it must be just pure gold, because you surround yourself with yes people who tell you how great you are every day. You've got 20-something staffers that are at your beck and call. To me, that's always one of the big signs of poor leadership. Surround yourself with people who will tell you the truth. But what happens with these politicians, they're paying all these 25- to 35-year-old young men and women that are set up to say, oh, that's the greatest idea since sliced bread. And that's why you see some of the most asinine, stupid decisions that you can say because are see because there's no filter on it.
4: I just I, I every time I see one of them, I get irritated and and it's it's literally one of the most bipartisan things too Mark because oh, yeah. it doesn't you yeah. know there's there's there is no there is no political leaning on stupid stunts that's uh, that's a shared thing out there man
0: there, there, there's, there's no question but I I really think it goes back to to what I was talking about oh, yeah. if you if there's if there's no filter in your life some of us uh, are married to somebody who can check us real quick uh, others have people around us. Uh, you got Ross that will tell you real quick, <laughs> Casey. What are you thinking about? Uh, but but we have people around us. Sometimes in this DC capsule, uh, these the folks that you bring in are only there to prop you up. Uh, and sometimes you just have to ask the question for some of these members of Congress: How the heck did you even get here?
4: Yeah, Ross has no problem. I did a parody song the other day and had him dub it in, and he told me it was stupid. So you know what? <laughs> That's what I, I appreciate. That absolutely. And then finally, I just got to touch on this real quick. So, uh, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi decided she's going to do her own January 6th select committee. Um, Kevin uh, McCarthy made the uh, recommendations for who he wants on there. And Pelosi has decided that uh, Representative uh, Jim Banks, and who most people probably don't know, and Representative Jim Jordan, who most people probably do know, are, are apparently way too controversial to serve on this thing. So currently, the only Republican that has is acceptable is Liz Cheney and perhaps uh, another guy by the name of Troy Niels. I don't know him out of Texas. Um, here's the deal. McCarthy says, look, if you don't like who I'm selecting, then maybe we won't have any Republicans on it. How do you think this thing turns out?
0: I, I think Nancy Pelosi gave Kevin McCarthy an early Christmas present in July. Uh, I mean, for her to shut it down, I was actually talking with Jim Banks uh, Sunday evening, uh, texted and told him we'd be praying for him because he's leading it. He's the he's the current Republican Senate Committee Chair position that I held when I was there uh, a couple years, two or three years ago in Congress. Uh, but but for her doing this, it literally gives the advantage or the edge to McCarthy. Say, fine, if you're going to pull such a stunt that is unprecedented, that you won't even let the minority side put their particular members they want on a committee. If you're going to abolish. Are you going to ostracize our members? Then let's just walk away. You do your own commission, and therefore cheapen it and make it look more partisan. So I think it was a horrible move on her part. Uh, and going back to what we, She got bad advice on this. So we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Of course, Liz Cheney, uh, she just continues to dig her, dig her hole. When you're now sided with Nancy Pelosi, you are politically toast. I mean, you, you become completely irrelevant on anything Republican.
4: Well, and that was going to be my thing. So McCarthy could say he's going to walk away, but unless Cheney agrees to walk away, then it it doesn't have the stinging impact that that it would. Do you think Cheney will walk away based on what McCarthy wants, or do you think her hatred of Donald Trump will uh, uh, keep her on that committee?
0: Well, her hatred of Donald Trump, and now the Republicans that she's serving with, is—I mean, th- th- this is not just wrong about Donald Trump. She's continued to. To trash people in the leadership there who have tried to continue to align with Donald Trump, or have tried to say, "Hey, we want a fair shot at looking at this uh, this commission." But she's she has completely ruined any kind of legacy that she has, and continues to bury herself in a hole. So, but 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 I, I know Liz. I served whether she was chair, I was vice chair, number three and number four positions in the conference for her to for her to go this far. I think she's completely lost it, and I'm, I'm embarrassed for her.
4: Uh, Mark Walker said a candidate former congressman joining us as he normally does on Thursday and covering a lot of ground there and I only got to about half the stories I was going to ask you about but um, real quickly I got about a minute what do you, as, as you go around North Carolina obviously you're doing a lot of uh, a lot of barbecue and uh, dinners and speeches and all that stuff what would you what continues to be the driving primary point that people make to you about what a North Carolina senator should be paying attention to?
0: Well, there are many different issues. China, uh, taxes, election integrity. But, but the overlying driving issue is this new, brash government overreach that are literally talking about things of going door-to-door, just just the balance of power. And they want someone that's willing to go up there and not only fight, but know how to fight, but also to win. Uh, Conglomerate issues that we could break down for a couple of hours, but underlining, right. uh, What they want is just somebody that's willing to go up to grab the bull by the horns and show some accomplishment there.
4: Yeah, well, look when they're in the pre- when they're doing a press conference and uh, Jen Psaki's bragging about how they get to pick which uh, posts on Facebook get nixed. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And if it was yeah, Trump, this is, this uh, we, if, there would be Nazis, fascism. The, these would be all the words that are being used. Uh, but in this case, that's not the case. So, All right, well, maybe we could deep dive that next time, Mark. I appreciate the time this morning, okay? Always, Casey. Take care. All right, there you go. Uh, Mark Walker joining us here on the KCO Day radio program. Um, our phone number, 888-934-7874. we got some uh, callers holding. We'll get to those. Um, I, I'm going to jump back on that high school sports story as well because there's another component to that. And um, we'll, uh, we'll jam-pack this last half hour. Uh, again, 888 934 KCO Day radio program. Hang on.
1: Celebrating 10 years of keeping you connected, this is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right,
4: good morning, 836 here on the KCO Day radio program. Some very, very important stories to get to here in just a moment. But John's been uh, hanging on, uh, wants to uh, jump back to the press conference by our governor yesterday where he says, oh, I'm a statewide mask mandate, no, no, but we're going to highly recommend K through 8th grade students wear the mask when they're at school this upcoming year. So, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod, make it happen. And um yeah. Yeah, that was um uh, that's kind of been his MO in a lot of places. So let's uh let's grab this call here. John, go ahead.
2: Hey JC, um uh, and and correct me if I'm wrong, I missed the very beginning of the press conference. So I, I could have missed this, but the the question I was waiting to hear and never came is so on the NCA and the DHS website, uh people in North Carolina below the age of 18, there have been three total deaths since the start of the pandemic, so I guess that's 19 months or so.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: With We don't know if they died because of COVID, we just know that they were diagnosed at the time of death and, and, and had it. So why, you know, the question to, I'd love to ask it to Cooper, and I'm sure he would turn and and give it to mandy but why the push to vaccinate people was right now as young as 12 and as soon as they get the go-ahead they're going to push it much much lower right if these kids are literally in zero danger zero zero danger um, I'd love to know how many have been hospitalized with serious cases of COVID. Well, is, I can,
4: and, and here's here's where you run into problem, John. You just said zero. Once you go zero danger, then the governor or Mandy would go, Oh, this guy's uh, he's a loon. You'd get you get banned off Facebook, even though you're saying that because statistically it's such a an insignificant number. Um, but that's been the, I mean, that's been the problem with these but that's been the problem with these press conferences from the get go. They've been managed, and they we've talked about how they're managed. They literally have a system that was developed to manage this, to create separate queues of reporters based on what they think are going to be the level of difficulty of their questions, and they've successfully shut down a lot of questions like this. So, I, you know, don't get your hopes up, I guess, is, is what I would yeah, say. And,
2: yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Um, the, I guess the, the question I would ask you as a media person, I, you know, I, I'm sure so many people feel disenfranchised completely, like I do, because you can't hear a question like that. How do we, as citizens, you know, do you have to, do you have to stand outside of Mandy Cohen's building or stand outside the governor's mansion? And of course, you're going to get blown up. You know what I'm saying? I, well, if you stand outside know, the governor. I, I, if I, you I stand stand else,
4: yeah, if you stand outside the governor's mansion, the governor's wife will flip you off. So. Um, sure and then brag about it on social media. No, here's the thing, and the problem that you run into, and and thank you very much for the call there, John, the problem is that the way in which that should be corrected, where a politician can't just simply skim by and only take what he perceives or she perceives to be easy questions from reporters who are friendly, is the media at large should go, no, this is not acceptable, because the next time there's a switch and they're not quote the friendly media then they're going to be screaming bloody murder if they don't get their questions and they always do they absolutely 100% always do i have had a reporter who i would i would say is a friendly reporter for this current governor complain to me personally that that dan forrest won't answer any of his questions and and because he knew that I had Dan on you know every we'd have him on every Wednesday and in a in a Twitter DM back and forth he was complaining about that and and it's it's I mean it's just ironic because that same reporter is among those that have done zero to call out the way that for over a year this governor has dodged questions
3: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
7: Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right, that's for patriots the number 4, Patriots.com, slash on the right. So, extremely
4: frustrating. All right, let me uh, let me hit you with a little, uh, you want a little crime news? Ross, you want to do some crime stories, or a crime story? I got one. It's, in,
5: it's from Canada, though. Oh, yeah, so, I, I, crime stories are my passion. You know, but it's from Canada, so maybe we shouldn't do it, huh? I mean, I, we, there's only so much moose crime I can handle, but go ahead. Uh, no moose, actually, really? in this one. So maybe we should do it because there's no moose. Well, wow, 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 Okay. I
4: think that, that that's probably a good one. Uh, police in Ottawa, Canada, say that they received a report of an intruder at a, uh, at a horse stable. So they dispatched a couple officers, and what they saw when they walked in was, uh, well, it's pretty crazy stuff. Uh, police say they walked in, and uh, as they were searching stalls, they came upon a stall where a man had uh, his uh, pants down. Uh, business ready to go, and was standing uh, behind a miniature pony that had been tied up and rubbed down with scented massage oils. Oh no! <laughs> what? And yeah, not looking good. Are for you him. jumping to conclusions? Yeah, I, I guess. You ju- oh, okay? You know, I mean, you, okay, know you know what happens when you assume. You know what? It's none of my damn business. Thirty-year-old Ryan Dodd uh, reportedly looked at the officers and said, "Quote: I'm sorry, it's not what it looks like." Now, don't you feel dumb for assuming? All right, so what was it? Uh, We'll get to that. Uh, At which point, police ordered him to step away from the pony and put his pants back on. Uh, At which point, uh, during him doing that, uh, he kept repeating, quote, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. The police report notes that the smell of scented body oil was, quote, overwhelming. And I want you to understand, You're in a livestock stall. So the fact that the scented body oil is the overwhelming odor means he used a crap ton of it. Police say Dodd was cooperative with the arresting officers and admitted to drinking most of the night and doing lines of cocaine before he decided to break into the barn. Uh, The miniature pony whose uh, entire coat was said to be greasy and smell of perfume so, he, I mean, he didn't just rub that in, He rubbed the whole pony down. He gave it the full Swedish massage. Uh, according to uh, a, a vet's um, observation, um, they had not consummated the relationship, so good news for the pony, I guess. Um, police say when they searched uh, Dodd, they also found a pink silicone fake female reproductive organ it sounds it's something that sounds like flashlight but has a slight change on the first vowel there
5: right like it looks like a flashlight
4: Mm mm-hmm, but from, it's from actually the, from
5: the outside but you open it yeah it's not a flashlight it is not it a is flashlight not. no
4: it is more fleshy in nature correct so um if you get what we're putting down there uh so they arrested him uh dodd's attorney claims uh it wasn't at all what it looked like and dodd had simply broken into the barn so that he and his flashlight could get busy uh but doesn't explain why he rubbed a miniature pony down with scented body
5: oil so but uh i tweeted the story out i'm very depressed that there's not a mug shot
4: Oh yeah, because I, I, I need to know. I need
5: to know what this person looks like, and his and his name is
4: probably just too. There's probably too many Ryan Dodds. You know what I'm saying? So you can never be a hundred percent sure if you just went on like a social media search. Well, you do have his age, right? What do you think the scent was? What do you? What do you, you know? Because you want the miniature pony to be happy, right? You know, maybe. Um, but I don't know if you can get scented body oils in like alfalfa. Like, you know yeah, what I'm I was saying? Say, what do ponies eat? Like carrots? Like ooh, carrots? you know they like apples. Oh, you right. probably get an appley one. Oh, they like carrot cake? Or, yeah, well, they like carrots? <laughs> sure, absolutely, man. So you want carrot scented body <laughs> oil? And you think that's what's going to get the little uh, little miniature ponies loins a burning?
5: I mean, isn't the embarrassment punishment enough? No, no, it's just that's so bad. That's. I mean, you punish it's, him twice. It's not right? even his pony. It's not his pony, man. It's double jeopardy.
4: I don't think that's how that that's works. That's unconstitutional. Um, hundred percent sure that's not how that works. All right. Yeah. Oh, look at that, Ray Stajic, who gets to follow that story. Yeah, go oh, yeah. ahead, man.
10: Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much. Um, I can't follow it in anything better. I've got um, uncomfortable air for sensitive groups or their quality alert. Actually, covers. Uh, the entire state of North Carolina is seeing some clouds with some hazy sunshine. Otherwise, uh, the air quality alert because the haze and the smoke in the air from the western wildfires. Yes, the jet stream has brought it all the way this far east. Other than that, warm upper eighties today, Cloud sun tonight, clear in the sixties tomorrow, upper eighties to near ninety, and over the weekend probably hovering around ninety. The change may be for the triad, and especially west into the mountains, there may be some isolated to widely scattered showers and thunder showers. As we get into uh, the afternoon hours over the weekend. But I think most of the rain stays away. Probably triad east, especially in the triangle, as we get this kind of easterly flow. That's going to upslope against the mountains where there'll be a little bit better chance of seeing a little shower, thunder shower activity. There is a chance that on an old front, we may see development of a low off the coast, southeast coast, 30% chance in five days, something we probably have to look at as we get into early next week, KC. But right now, uh, models really not doing much with it. Maybe some enhanced rain. For the coastal areas especially south carolina georgia and northern florida coast
4: all right man thank you appreciate it see you tomorrow yep there you go and uh we will come back we can grab a call or two and we'll chat with jeff bellinger from bloomberg news and see if he likes uh, the equestrian arts hang on <laughs>
1: KC Now with Beck at 9 and Rush at noon. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle.
8: All
4: right, 852, your Bloomberg update being brought to you by Containers for Less. That's containers, the number four, less.com. Jeff Bellinger, what's happening today?
9: Well, good morning, KC. Had a couple of uh, up days in a row on uh, Wall Street, heading for an uncertain opening uh, this morning. S&P and Dow futures are lower, but the Nasdaq futures are higher by 13 points. Just got the weekly report on new claims for unemployment benefits. It was a disappointment instead of the slight decline that was expected. The number of new claims jumped by 51,000 to 419,000 last week. More coffee inflation may be on the way. The price of Arabica beans has at a six-year high, they are the beans most favored by Starbucks. Traders see the potential for supply shortages. A drought shrank Brazil's 2021 crop and since then two frosts have caused concerns about next year's harvest. And lumber prices are rising again. There are concerns that the wildfires in Western Canada will reduce supplies. Forecasters have been saying all along that the back-to-school shopping season will be a strong one. About three-quarters of the people surveyed by Sensormatic Solutions say that they will be doing at least some of their shopping in stores this year. It's the latest sign that coronavirus anxieties are easing and consumer behavior is returning to normal. American Airlines says travel demand is rising and it's going to need more new pilots than previously expected. American now plans to hire 350 pilots this year and 1,000 next year. Classes for new hires begin in September. If you had trouble booking a ride through Uber or Lyft yesterday, it may have been because of a job action by drivers for the two services. Strikes were staged in major cities across the country. Drivers want better pay and the right to unionize. The protests were organized by the Rideshare Drivers United. And slow distribution of federal money by state and local governments is putting millions of renters at risk of eviction. billion in federal funding has been enacted since December to help renters cover their housing costs and landlords recoup some of their lost revenue. But KC, only a small fraction of that money has been dispersed and a nationwide eviction moratorium expires July 31st.
4: Uh, Oh, well, unless they extend it or again, but we'll find out.
9: Hey, um, do you ever do any horseback riding? No. Oh, maybe okay. it was, on, right. I may have been on a pony as a child, but, uh, never any horse. Just time, on a right? pony. Okay. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: yeah. well, we had a
9: equestrian story
4: earlier. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. Take yeah. Care. You too. There you go. Jeff Bellinger. Bloomberg news. Joining us this morning. Uh, let's see here. Got time for, let me grab a call here real quick. Uh, Donna, go ahead.
8: Good morning. Casey. Morning. Excuse me. Um, through all the Biden babbling um, about the blood, drinking the blood of children, if you'll notice in that clip, he never really denies not drinking the blood of children. Well, he, he twists it. He twists I the conspiracy, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. Then, like Ross said, um, oh, now my mind just went completely blank. Ask Ross what he said when I called. Okay. <laughs> he, he, all right. He summed it up perfectly.
4: I will run it by him. Thank you, Don. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye.
5: Yeah, I have no idea what she's talking about. Oh, <laughs> no! I you're... said to her jokingly. I said to myself today, I, "It was a joke." I said, "That's exactly what somebody who ate the blood of babies would say."
4: Well, sure. You don't look. You know, right. if you don't want, you know, if you do, you don't want people to know that you do, right? Right. So, so you're gonna say, oh, "That's ridiculous." I don't do that. It's I mean, just your spitball. We're just theorizing. We're just checking stuff it out. It was a joke. All right. Let me, uh, can I quickly uh, qu- pop quiz? Uh, let's say that you over at the uh, Hayes compound decided to put in a pool. Okay.
5: Yeah.
4: All right. So you put in a pool and then one day you uh, come home and you notice uh, some clothes loosely scattered around the pool and all of a sudden a naked woman pops out of the pool and skinny dipping in your pool. What do you do? I say,
5: how dare you? I have never. Get out of my pool. Really? You slut. Get out. Yeah. Yeah, You call
4: call the police? I do.
5: Yeah. Well, that's what this guy
4: in Florida did. And now a Florida woman accused of skinny dipping in a stranger's pool and refusing multiple requests to leave. 42-year-old Heather Kennedy facing charges of trespassing. The homeowner told deputies he returned home and noticed a naked stranger in his pool. This dude lives alone, and there's a naked woman swimming around in his pool. I need to see a mug show. Oh, oh, well, hmm, I don't know, because you can only see from the neck up. I don't well. I just feel like that, depending, you know, if you're a single dude and you got a pool and you show up and there's some woman skinny dipping in there, it could go a number of directions. See if you can Google some videos on the Internet about this or something, will you? All right. Uh, eventually, police said to show up, uh, and apparently 42-year-old uh, Heather Kennedy, was probably having some self-esteem issues now from this whole thing, um, was reportedly hostile towards officers after they told and told them to leave her alone she would get dressed and get out of the pool when she's ready uh, which is not how it works apparently so there you go they uh went ahead and gave her some bracelets and finally oh yeah i don't know that might be able to get that story in i wanted to jump back to this other story as well but Unfortunately, we had a very, very, very important story about what happened in Canada, and I'm sure that maybe somewhere in Canada there's people that stream this show, so I wanted to make sure that we were also serving that element of our audience. And I I think we did a solid job on that. So, job well done, everybody. Very, very good. We will uh, regroup. We'll do this thing again tomorrow. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Twitter if you want to see that pony story. It's there for you. At KC on the radio is the handle, and uh, we tweet out most of the stories we talk about. So, good way to follow along. See you back here bright and early tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino
3: asking people, What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.